Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to share that all week I am hosting Mentor Me case studies. The Mentor Me case study is an opportunity for me to go live on Instagram with some of my mentees to talk about their experience in Mentor Me programs. This week I'm doing not one, but two Mentor Me case studies with two of my mentees, Letitia and Tanisha, who are both a part of the Mentor Me Accelerator program. I love doing these live case studies because it allows my followers and potential mentees and even some of my existing mentees to see and celebrate the women who leverage Mentor Me Accelerator programs to advance their career. This week, I'll be talking with Letitia today on Tuesday, June 15th, about how she transitioned from a coordinator level role to an assistant director level role, securing a 13% salary increase by packaging her jack of all trades skill set to advance her career. Letitia, I've known Letitia for years, and I swear that ever since I met her, she's been job searching. I think our first conversation was about how she had an interview coming up, and she is an expert. She has expertise in, of course, in education and higher ed, but she had expertise in student conduct. She had taught in K through 12. She's a history buff. She's done work in the nonprofit sector. She's an absolute rock star, but her ability to package all of that expertise and really position herself as an expert in the marketplace, one that employers are clamoring after, was really challenging. And Letitia was a person who would secure interviews. She was applying for jobs and would secure interviews, but could never get to the offer stage. And through the accelerator, she now has the skills to get there. And I could not be more proud. So make sure you join me at noon Eastern to be a part of this amazing conversation with Letitia and I as we talk all things career advancement and how she leveraged the Mentor Me Accelerator program to do it. On On June 16th, also at noon Eastern, I'll be talking to my mentee, Tanisha, and Tanisha is an ed tech pro. She works in the education space too, but on the technical side for a um, large ed tech company that partners with education institutions to advance education. And Tanisha was previously really burnt out in her role, feeling very overwhelmed and was looking for a higher paying, higher level role. And she leveraged the accelerator to grow within her company. She received a raise, a promotion, and the visibility of a brand new, more prominent position. She's actually now leading a, she is the, I think, director of, uh, the inaugural director, excuse me, of a brand new educational um, initiative with Morehouse and her ed tech company. I mean, it's a big deal. And she was handpicked by the organization to do that work. And she talks, she'll talk about how the accelerator helped her position, you know, for that higher level role, you know, even in the organization she was in, she's happy to stay at uh, the organization and really, you know, advance there, but wanted to make more money and have more impact. And the accelerator helped her do that. I'm so excited that Tanisha will join me on Instagram live to do a mentor me case study and talk about her journey to this brand new prominent position and really transitioning out of a role where she was overworked and underpaid. 
I am, I love doing mentor me case studies. Cause again, it gives me an opportunity to talk to my mentees live. It allows you all to talk to them live, ask questions, you know, see who these women are, who I work with. I have the pleasure of serving hundreds of mentees, you know, every year, but I, you know, my audience doesn't always get to see every single one of those success stories. So as much as I can share those, I do. And I'm so excited to be able to share these two case studies with you this week. So do not miss the opportunity to connect with these women to hear their stories. Join live again at June 15th and June um, 16th at noon Eastern. And of course the replays will be posted so that you can watch those as well. Thank you so much for your continued support of Mentor Me. And if you know you want to be on the other side of that success story, <laughs> if you know that you have amazing skill sets and you really want to leverage them to advance your career, then you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to be a part of an upcoming Mentor Me Accelerator cohort. Right now I'm accepting new mentees this June. So if you know you're looking to secure a new role in July, August, or September, you'll want to join the program right now. This is absolutely the time to join it, particularly if you are, if you know you want to, you know, secure a new role, you know, between now and the end of September. This will be the time to join. The first step in um, securing um, a spot in the accelerator is to schedule what's called a mentor moment. It's a 20-minute mentoring conversation with me. It gives you an opportunity uh, to ask me questions about your career development. I'll ask you lots of questions about what's going on in your career. We'll assess how I can best serve you as a mentor. And then you will, if you're accepted into the program, you'll be invited in right away. And so you can um, schedule that call at mentor-me.org backslash accelerator. Again, that's mentor-me.org backslash accelerator. And I'm so excited to have you a part of the program. This week in I Digress, we're talking vacation. Over the extended, over the last week or so, I had an extended weekend in Miami with my boo. And so I'm going to be talking all about the things that we did, what we ate, where we went, what made it relaxing and fun, and why communication, even when you're on vacation, is critical to relationship and vacation success. So, you know, it's summertime, you know, I'm vaxxed and waxed, my boo is vaxxed, and I knew that I wanted to take a vacation or, you know, a vacation with my boo. You know, I love to travel, and obviously, you know, over the last year in 2020, we weren't really able to do that. So, you know, really wanting to make the most of the summertime and, you know, get some vacations in, get some long weekends in, get some relaxation in. And actually, you know, my boo and I were talking about, you know, vacation and traveling and, you know, where we would go and what we would do. And he kept kind of like casually bringing up Disney. And I was like, oh, that'd be fun. We could do Disney or whatever. But he's kind of slow to the draw, like wasn't necessarily pulling the trigger. And so I was like, hmm. Okay, like I like the idea of Disney, but I also would love like a long weekend in Miami, you know, laying out by the pool, going to the beach, so much good food in Miami. And so, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking. So I said, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I really like to do Miami. And I was kind of going back and forth between Miami and San Francisco or San Diego. I've been to San Diego before. I love San Diego. Beautiful beaches, perfect weather. It's not as hot as Miami. So it's like, it's nice that it's like hot, but like not like ridiculously so. And so I was like, oh, I'd like to do that. But the flight prices were to San Diego were just like 
astronomical. So I was like, Miami be a little bit cheaper, a little bit more affordable on the, on the flight side. And, you know, we wouldn't have to travel, you know, halfway across the country. Right. Cause I live in Pennsylvania. So getting to San Diego is like literally a cross country trip, literally. So I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I think that like, that's the first step in like a successful vacation is you gotta like think through the logistics and like have a compromise because I didn't want to steal his Disney thunder, but I also was kind of like, you know, you're dragging your feet. And if we're going to go to Miami, like I want to go in June. And so he was down for it. Didn't feel like I was stealing his thunder. I'm thinking he's going to do a vacation trip in July. So he gets to choose the place in July. And I think he's thinking about like the Northeast, which I'm like, "Mm, not that exciting, but you know, we'll, I'll play along. We'll see what happens when we get there. (laughs) But, but yeah, I was like, okay. So we um, went to Miami and we stayed at the Kipton. We stayed at the Kipton Epic Hotel. It's in downtown Miami. And that was intentional. Would definitely recommend going to Miami for a vacation. It's hot, it's sexy, it's a fun time, but it still can be relaxing. And I would definitely recommend staying at the Kempton Epic Hotel. It was amazing. It was so beautiful. The pool was beautiful. The vibes were beautiful. They had a couple different restaurants in the hotel. It was beautiful. They have a spa there. I didn't go to the spa. You know, you all know I, I stand a massage, but this time it was really like lots of boo time and he's not big on like massages and facials and stuff. So we just skipped that, but I would, I will be back right at the Kimpton Epic. I will be back and <laughs> I will get a massage next time. So yeah, so that was really exciting. And I, I specifically chose staying in downtown Miami instead of like on the beach on Miami beach, because, and this is interesting for me to even say out loud because it's such a departure from how I usually think about things, but I love the beach. I love going to the beach. I love like a beach vibe, but I'm not a beach all day, every day girl. And I also know that Miami beach is so turn up and it's so expensive, like for meals and just like a, you know, you order a shot, it's $18. You order like an entree, it's $100. Just like, it doesn't matter what you eat. So I really wanted to get a more local flair. I wanted a more local vibe. I wanted to do more local things. And I didn't want it to be like spring break-ish. Um, so I specifically did not stay in Miami Beach. I specifically stayed in downtown because I wanted more of a relaxing feel. And we went to Miami Beach several times, I think every day. We were there Thursday through Monday. And I think every single day we went to Miami Beach, but it wasn't like, I don't know, like I didn't feel pressured or didn't feel like, oh, I have to do this. Or, you know, it's like, oot, 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 you know, all night long till 5 a.m. Because now the beach, beach is open till 5 a.m. So it wasn't like that, which was really nice. So yeah, I would recommend that like staying downtown, especially, you know, if you're a person of a certain age, you just, you know, like we were out till, you know, one, you know, two o'clock in the morning, like we were definitely out having fun, but it's like we could kind of whisk away back to downtown and not be in the center of Miami Beach and Ocean Drive and Collins and the drama that ensues, right? So That's really nice. And, you know, honestly, when I think about that, it's like the same for New Orleans. Like when I go to New Orleans, I don't stay like in the French Quarter. I stay just right off the French Quarter, you know, just just right off of it, not like in the French Quarter because the hotels aren't as, as nice. They aren't as secure, in my opinion. They aren't as large. Like I like a certain type of hotel. I like to stay like I 
need to travel and stay somewhere better than my home. My home is beautiful. It's relaxing. It's comfortable. I'm not going to go on vacation and stay somewhere that's like not as nice as my actual house that I live in, that I pay to live in too. So I just am team always like making sure that the place that you stay is nicer than like the place that you live. And I was able to achieve that with this trip in Miami. And I would recommend you do that the same. Like, you know, don't go on vacation and then stay somewhere you don't like. And I know people are like, oh, I'm not going to spend that much time in the room. It doesn't matter. But I don't know. That's not true for my life. I, I, it matters. Like I need to stay somewhere that's nice. I mean, I think especially on a vacation where you might be, you know, spending a little bit more time in the room, you want to, you want it to feel sexy and have vibes and be really nice and comfy. So that's definitely something I recommend. In terms of what we did, we ate a lot. Like we, (laughs) we had like breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Shout out to Monroe Steele. She's an influencer on Instagram. She's a fashion um, blogger and fashion influencer, beauty influencer. And she had, has recently moved to Miami beach and I'd recommended a whole bunch of like restaurants and different places to go. And so I leveraged her Miami Beach blog post to identify places we should go and places we should eat and places we should check out. And it was a hit. And I would definitely recommend that. Like whenever you're traveling, like see if you can find a blog of someone you trust or somebody that's been there, something, someone, you know, that's familiar would recommend. I definitely am team like don't figure it out by yourself, see what other people have done. And I like to do that based on people I trust or people that I like know from the internet, not just like random, you know, like, oh, best 10 places to do whatever, because I don't know who put that together. I don't know what kind of vibes they are into. I don't know, whatever. But if I love to go play, I love to like source it from people who I follow on the internet. Maybe I've had the opportunity to like get to know them through their content. And I know if their vibe matches mine. And so I know if we're going to have a good time based on their recommendations. So I recommend that like, you know, going to YouTube, typing in, you know, you know, vlog about this city or that city. And like, you know, everyone vlogs these days and will have stuff, you know, for you to do and you can get their feedback. I did the same thing. I went to Cabo recently and this girl I follow had went like the month before and she like recommended all these things to do. And even, I don't think that I went any like the food places or anything that she recommended, but I did stay in the hotel that she recommended and it was beautiful. It was a perfect resort and I loved it. And so just definitely would recommend leveraging other people's content to build out a trip of your own. And then, you know, in terms of like things that we did, we, like I said, we ate a lot. So we just kind of ventured around a whole bunch of restaurants and I'll put links to the blogs that we used to build it out. Um, But it was really fun. We had a a day by the pool. We did go to the beach. We didn't spend a ton of time there because it was like so hot and we didn't feel like we could relax, but it was beautiful. And, you know, we went to Wet Willie's and like walked along the strip and we didn't do like, usually when I travel, I'll do like a cultural like museum or gardens or something like that. But this was much more chill, like much more relaxed, not a lot of hustle and bustle. And that was really nice. It was, it was relaxing, but there was like a communication carfuckle at some point in the trip where I had thought that my boo and I were going to do something and he like made plans to do something else and didn't communicate it. And there was like a tiff or whatever. And so, you know, even on, you know, vacation when you're, you know, 
there to relax and kind of do things together, like the communication between you is so critical. And so, you know, we didn't necessarily have an itinerary and I don't regret that. Like I didn't, I don't like regret that, but I do think that having an itinerary that you build together, not that just one of you build, but like, Hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Kind of building it together. It can be loose. It can be two things a day. Like, you know, we want to go to this place for dinner. We want to do this excursion or this activity, or, you know, go visit this person, or I want to do this thing. So, dolo, whatever it is, just building that out so that you have a plan so that you all, that you can use the plan to communicate, I think would be, is a way to like ensure or at least support success, especially on a vacation. And I digress. If you have any questions about our vacation, definitely let me know. I'm happy to talk through it with you had such a amazing time. It was so, so, so good. So relaxing. Definitely got my son in and am excited about his trip in July. I'll be sure to let you guys know how it goes. (laughs) I'll be sure to let you know how it goes. And last in TVT. Oh, and I digress. And last in TVT this week, I want to talk Bob Hart's Abby Shola. It is a sitcom on CBS and it's the love story of a middle-aged business owner and a a middle-aged white business owner, male business owner, and a cardiac nurse. And, And it's set in Detroit. And it is, I just started watching it. Actually, I think I watched it on the plane on the way to Miami. And I don't know, I've seen like little trailers for it or like seen it like slide across my screen when I watch other shows on CBS, but I've never really watched it, but I really wanted to watch it. And I don't know why, I guess I love a good love story. I love a good sitcom. I like, I like episodic TV, but I also was like, kind of excited about the idea of like seeing a love story, a Nigerian woman and like seeing, you know, her navigate a relationship. I love seeing black women on TV. I love seeing dark skinned black women on TV. I love seeing like family shows and this show in particular, I feel like is one that, that had, had potential, has potential. And I'm a couple episodes in, maybe four or five episodes. And I don't know if I love it, but I don't hate it. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's not like it's, you know, it's this love story of a middle-aged Nigerian woman and a middle-aged white businessman. And so, but it's not like cringy worthy. It's not like full of microaggressions or like really like yikes, like what's going on here. It's not like that. It's funny in parts. It's a little stereotypical in parts, but it's not cringy. It's not awkward. And I actually think it's funny. And I really want to support the actress, Foleke Olowaski. I want to support her and her work. And so, so yeah, so I was like definitely watching and tuned in. I definitely recommend you catch an episode, like maybe just like catch one episode. I really like the first couple, like first couple episodes. I think it's like, I've watched up to like five. They're like 20 minute episodes. So you can get in a couple in an hour, but yeah, so far so good. And I don't love it, but I don't hate it. And I want somebody else to watch it so we can talk about it. <laughs> so that's somebody else's you all. I want you to watch it. Let me know what you think. I'm really interested to like 
just know what you all think about it. I don't know if I'm like giving it too much, if it's not really that good and not really that funny. And I'm just kind of trying to give it a lot or if it is good and it, I'm giving it the flowers it deserves. I just want to know you all's feedback. So let me know. Watch Bobby, Bob Hart's Abishola on CBS. It has, it does come on Hulu, but you need a premium subscription. You can also watch it on CBS. They have like an app where you can subscribe and you can watch it there too. So yeah, check it out and just let me know in the comments of the post what you think. I want to know if you're, if you are into it, if you think it's funny or if you think it's kind of awkward, interested to know your thoughts and report back on the feed post so that we can talk about it this week. That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. Thanks so much for listening. It is so exciting that School and Life is celebrating four years, four years of podcasting a new episode every single Tuesday. And I could not be more proud of the success of this amazing show. This is the time to tell a friend. This is the time to share School on Life loud and proud. This is the time to push the podcast forward as we go into our beyond our fourth year. So feel free to help celebrate. You can share what you love about the show by emailing us at hello at schoolonlifepod.com. You can comment on Instagram at schoolonlifepodcast, or you can just send, you know, you can share your love of the show by posting a um, review on um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'd love for you to do that. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you next week. School's out. Class dismissed.